way you can say that you could never make her happy. Welcome to The Music That Shaped Us, a podcast that delves into the world of music with the people that make it happen. I'm your host, Tamsin Wilson. Each week, I'll be speaking to bands, artists and industry professionals about the music that shaped them and how they got to where they are now. If you like what you hear, please leave a review and follow the podcast on Instagram at The Music That Shaped Us and on Twitter at TMTSU underscore pod. Now, joining me this week is Isaac Cooter from rising pop rock band For You The Moon. If you're a fan of bands like The Dangerous Summer and You Me At Six, then you'll absolutely love these guys and I highly recommend you check them out. In this episode, we talk about signing to Slam Dunk Records, our love for the band Camino, and how being in a band has happened because really, he just wants to be cool. So keep listening to hear more on that. Like before, before I get into the like the proper questions of the podcast, I was just gonna see what you guys are up to. Like, how what's things? What are you doing at the moment? I know you've got the um, show, the show, hopefully coming up in June. Yeah. yeah but other than that, is there, what, what's happening? Fingers crossed. Uh, yeah, I mean, we we're rehearsing a lot for that. To be fair, I just I just want it to be sick. Do you know what I mean? I feel like you've got like one chance to make that you know what I mean, like big impression when you come back. And I think if we get it right, like it could just, do you know what I mean? It could just like yeah. blow out of the water. But, you know, let, let's not fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so yeah, there's that. Um, I'm writing a lot, to be fair. Um, so yeah, there's that and that. But to be honest, like I find that when I have less to do, I just do less. Do you know what I mean? It's not exactly very poetic of me to say it, but like, I feel like it's that classic phrase where you say like, ask a busy person if you want something to get done so it's like i feel like my brain capacity is just shrinking by the day yeah <laughs> so um but yeah no we're rehearsing a lot um writing hit where we can but i just find that i'm coming out with the same song over and over again so <laughs> looking for some new inspiration and some new life to live so yeah. to speak, shall we say but yeah um there's a new single on the way as well um, wonderful which is good i'm not sure how much um when so when will this come out with to be fair, it might be out by the time this comes out. Oh, so, that's um, exciting. So there you go. There you go. Very okay. exciting. So we don't have yeah, that, that long out. to wait. No, no, not okay. too long at all. Um, okay. So yeah, that, I'm looking forward to that one coming out, to be fair. That was really fun to play live, so that's good. But apart from that, not not a lot in our world. Not a lot. No, no. As you can imagine. Sorry, yeah. I just like spilled like three minutes worth of speech to just tell you not very much, but there you go. <laughs> it's all good. But like... Obviously, you're still kind of early days in with the band and everything, but you like you've essentially brought back Slam Dunk Records from the dead. <laughs> like that's, so that's quite quite so an I've impressive heard, yeah. thing to do for bands that are quite <laughs> small. Like that's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, I forget that. To be fair, um, <laughs> yeah, it's a weird one. It's, yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I kind of forget that that's. What happened? I mean, you meet at six were the last ones on it, right? Pretty much, yeah. It was I like think. you meet at six and decade, 
who are kind of yeah. around the same time and it's just been laying dormant for a while and then you guys came along and they've just been like yeah cool we'll <laughs> here we are <laughs> um, was it just yeah. like a, a case of just chatting to them and they were like yeah we're keen or yeah i don't know no, to be fair they were uh, it was a bit of hard to get for a while um so <laughs> obviously there was the lockdown so we met up with them um so they've got a sister label um called that's the radio and they were talking to us um about signing us to that or potentially slam dunk and obviously we had our ears we're like you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. see the slam dunk logo you're like come on, get <laughs> slam dunk on it. um and then obviously we went into the lockdown and i was just like sending them what we were writing and stuff like that um keeping in contact with them but i mean you know as well as anyone else like emailing like you can do you know what i mean like everything gets yeah. lost anyway so but i mean it got towards the end of the lockdown and we were still talking to them they were kind of um I don't know, like, what would you call that? Not probation, but we're, they're sort of managing us, like, sort of not strictly. Yeah. Um, and then we um, we were kind of doing a few bits over summer, like, not really much you could do. And then um, they sent us down to London to work with a guy called Larry Hibbert in September. Um, and that was where we recorded this third single, because we'd already recorded the first two before we actually signed with them. Um, and we end up licensing it to them and getting it like a remix on it mm -hmm. um but yeah sorry i'm probably outlining the really uninteresting things that are happening <laughs> no, but, no, um, it's all good. It's no I, I don't know it's, it's a really odd thing yeah it seems it's it's all it's really odd as well because it sounds as soon as you're in something you're like not noticing how cool it is do you know what i mean yeah and then when you said it, it was like, like, you meet six with the last band on it. Like, I grew up listening to them. Like, they were my, literally, they still are fucking idols. So it's just like, yeah, yeah it's, it's a bit nuts, to be fair. But yeah. here we are. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, has, has kind of working with them taught you a lot about being a band? Like, doing things properly and how to, you know, get the show good to go and working with management and stuff like that have you learned i know obviously it's been a bit hard with covid and everything because bands aren't yeah. allowed to do as much as they want to do but is it kind of been a lot of learning on how to be doing this properly i think what's really odd about it is like you're almost you're almost turned into your own little ceo of your tiny tiny mm. weenie business so it's like you end up as yeah it's bizarre it goes from just making things to your friends and then but then you've got people that you're bouncing things off and then like you learn how even just learn how to like deal with like disagreements and stuff and pick in your own battles so yeah it's definitely been a learning curve but like in a good way because it's like I feel like if you're not being challenged it doesn't you know what I mean you're not really learning anything or getting anywhere so yeah I mean what would be really great is like obviously their live contacts are going to be hopefully really really good um mm. certainly a lot better than the four of us so <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, we've we've literally done like I don't know, six, a sixteenth of what a band would be doing in this amount of time. So, I mean, it'll yeah, I'm excited for just the world to return it to like, and it to feel like we're in a band rather than yeah. it just feel like we're just like putting some music out and posting on social media every now, now and again. Like, yeah, and just getting a buzz about it. Like, I walked back to um, so the place we're playing uh, is called Key, Key Club in Leeds. Yeah. Um, and basically, uh, we we're looking to shoot our music video there. Um, like, there's like this back room. Um, and so I went to see it, and they're building a new stage. And I was, I kind of looked at it, and I was like, "Oh, mad! That's like part of what we do." Like, <laughs> yeah. I kind of forget. It's like 
18 months has gone by since we've even like gone near a stage so it's like you kind of it's so cliche in it when you hear artists talk about it but it is just bizarre that that was something that used to happen um, yeah so yeah, I mean, it's gonna be. I'm gonna be absolutely shit myself. So sorry, I, am I? Allowed to yeah, swear? you're allowed to swear. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna be absolutely shit myself um, when we get back up there. But hopefully, a few bevies down, and we'll we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it will be a blast. I mean, I, to be fair, I think like even if things maybe did go slightly wrong, everyone will be so stoked about just being back in the venue and watching a man live. Being they and they won't notice any mistakes that you make. Um, sure, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm like, I'm just desperate to go to a gig again. Literally, I'm, like, yeah. I'm praying Slam Dunk Festival goes ahead in September because I'll probably cry if it doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> like my entire good. summer that'd is be... slowly being wiped out, like deteriorating. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. oh no. You see Reading and Leeds Fest at the end of it, and you're like, mm, is that gonna go ahead? Really? Yeah. Yeah. God. Yeah, no, for sure. um, Anyway, let's get into the the proper questions, as I like. No worries. Um, it's we're gonna take you through your life of music tastes. Essentially, is what this is about. So we're gonna begin with taking you like right back to being a kid. What music kind of soundtrack to your life? What were your parents listening to? What did you grow up with? Like, what was the vibes in your house? So um, I've had to like prepare this so I like <laughs> don't forget things. So like I've got a little list in front of me. Um, so um, yeah, like around the house, obviously when you're knocking about as a kid, you're not really aware of what you're hearing. But um, yeah, yeah, my parents are massive music fans, especially my dad. Uh, like he's always, like always had tunes on in the car and um, in the house. But like he was a massive Bruce Springsteen. I mean, he is a massive Bruce Springsteen. Oh my God, that's so hard to say. <laughs> Springsteen fan let's go yeah. for that um and David Bowie like those two for me like I think I don't know I'm always interested to know like is it is the like the passive listening to, to something when you're a kid do you reckon it influences you yeah I think it does I think I but yeah, I don't think odd, people realize it? it until you're like a lot older like yeah. when I think back to what my parents brought me up on my music taste now makes a whole lot of sense because oh really like my, my dad listened to Bowie, uh, Pink Floyd, um, Led Zeppelin, like all the classic rock dad rock bands. Mm-hmm. Whereas my mum, <laughs> my mum took me to see Britney and Steps and every cheesy pop band there was in the nineties. So now my music taste literally spans like, spans every, it. like yeah. everything. It's the best way, man. Best way to be. Yeah. Way to be. Um, so yeah, yeah I, I think Bowie's a big one for a lot of people. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. And C- Counting Crows was a was one I didn't, I just remembered as well. Like, and it's funny, isn't it? Because you, you often find that these like more classic bands are the ones that end up, you look, you look up to be the big influences of the, the things that you listen to now. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So do you like remember how old you were when you kind of decide discovering your own music taste, like the bands that you really liked? how that happens was it just through like mates that were listening to bands or was it internet or like how did you start building your own music taste yeah I don't know um I remember there was um my sister bought me a McFly CD the first CD I ever owned was McFly which would uh which would uh explain why we write cheesy pop rock music Mm -hmm. um 
um, yeah, so she bought me uh, their CD, Above the Noise. Do you remember that album, McFly? Yeah, yeah. I was a big McFly Good stuff. fan. Big, big McFly fan, yeah. So that was the first very cultured of me CD to, to own. Um, but then I decided that I wanted to play guitar because I wasn't a very cool kid and I'm still not. Um, I wanted to play guitar to be a bit cooler. Um, and I basically, my sister had this friend that like was like, I think he's an ex-boyfriend of hers. And my sister's a lot older than me. She's like five years older than me. Um, so he was around one day and he was really cool. He was like in a band and he had like tattoos and stuff. And my mum like begged him to give me a few guitar lessons. So from then on in like 2011, when I was just like knocking about playing a few chords on the guitar, um, I was like, just like anything he loved. I was just like, yeah, I love that. I love that. Do you know what I mean? Like I was just yeah. like, he was my idol. <laughs> um, so anything that he loved like so there was um there was there's a band called City, not not a band a guy called city in color dallas yeah. green yeah dallas green absolutely oh what a genius um so he was a massive influence on me and then i think anybody that's just starting to play with the guitar you pick it up you've got like all the singer songwriters so it's like obviously you had Sheeran's the classic ben howard um Lewis Watson was a massive one for me. Do you know Lewis oh, Watson? Oh, I love Lewis Watson. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Back Nobody else I know, no, like, listens to him. Unbelievable. That's, that's so good. He's so good. That first album in the morning, I used to, yeah. there's that, like, that that big one that had, like, 35 songs on it. And I'd listen to that every every night before I went to sleep. Yeah, I, I thought he was an absolute genius. So yeah, I've, that I've was got, big for I've me. I've got, like, a, a, it's called, like, a chilled playlist, but it's basically if I can't sleep, but, like, I just chuck it on. And it's yeah. most of that first album <laughs> And then, like, most of Ben Howard, and that's pretty much just all that's on their playlist. Yeah. It's just like between those two. That's it. Don't need Sweet. no headspace, just Lewis Watson. Just straight <laughs> Lewis, Lewis Watson. Watson. Um, but yeah, I, he was big for me. Like, yeah, that first, that second album as well, amazing. Um, and then, yeah, I was just big on that stuff. And then I kind of uh, decided that I wanted to be cooler and started listening to rock music. So, Basically, all this stems from me just trying to be cool. You're just trying um, to be cool, yeah. Yeah, just trying to be cool, trying to fit in, trying <laughs> to fit in, man. Um, but yeah, and then, so I, I'd say maybe it's like 2015, and then obviously uh, obviously discover Yumi at Six. Oh, unbelievable, unbelievable stuff. And then Death of Anna was absolutely huge for me, which is obviously yeah. Counting Crows were a massive influence on them, but I didn't know that until like recently. So you kind of, what I find funny is like anytime somebody tries to, like shove music down your throat like that doesn't work for me so it's like if somebody tells me to listen to something even if I'm gonna like it I'll be like nah <laughs> I've, I've got to discover it myself I'm just stubborn um yeah. so that that was that was that for me uh Death of Anna, I just loved that sort of I'm the first one I listened to do, do you listen to much Death of Anna? yeah yeah they were yeah, another yeah. yeah that whole scene was big for me as it was for you yeah literally so. So t- that 2013 album, Old Souls, was, it's funny because that's literally Bruce Springsteen, uh, but yeah. in a band. Um, so it's funny because like, obviously my dad like, was forcing Bruce Springsteen down my throat and then I get to that and I'm like, oh, I love this. And he's like, it's literally Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah good point. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah, and then and then obviously, so it was like, I think it was like 2016 and I like, I was like, right, I need, I need to be in a band. I need to be in a band. Even step up the call ladder uh, again. Yeah. Uh, so I found a band, and the songs I was writing at this point were absolutely diabolical. So <laughs> the band still probably quite diabolical. Um, yeah. But yeah, and then so that was I don't know. I must have been that must have been when I was discovering like Caption the Bottleman. Yeah, I came quite late to that. Came quite late to that train. That was like 2016. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I'm saying this in in a decent order or. <laughs> Just... what. 
It's all good. <laughs> keep going. Uh, You've got plenty of time. Just keep getting it. Just keep getting it. Um, yeah, so and then Laney. Do you like Laney? Yeah. Laney. Yeah. Oh, unreal. I think for me, it's like no matter what I'm listening to, I think as corny as it is, like um, like the main thing I like is songs. So it's like mm-hmm. if it's a good song underneath it, then it's, you know, going to get my attention sort of thing. Um, so it's like I don't like there's a hell of a lot of rock stuff that's sick like instrumentally but unless it's like saying something yeah I'm not really that big of a fan of it yeah. Um, so yeah there's I don't know what else what else we got <laughs> what's and quite then... interesting is like obviously you've said you meet six and death of honor but like and they were big for me as well but I like I got into you meet six through MySpace when I was 15 16 so like like really when they were first starting but then you've obviously caught on to them like six years later maybe yeah um so it's interesting to see how like even though there's still quite a big gap in years and like age and whatever they like those bands still like even though they reach people at different album cycles or whatever like mm. they still have the same impact as they did when like they were first starting out, like when I first discovered them. So that's yeah, really for interesting. Sure. And and they're still I doing mean, that, I think. Yeah, for sure. I mean, as well, I think that's the whole point, isn't it? To like the album cycles and stuff, because then you like that album and then you go back and listen to the ones before it, don't you? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, no, I think they're actually bloody genius. They're ridiculous. <laughs> um yeah, lovely stuff. I've I found to be fair though, like people are often shocked that I don't listen to an awful lot of band music anymore. Like for me, it's like, I'm just like a big pop head these days. So it's like anything, yeah. anything just like reasonably cheesy. Like, yeah, I love, um, there's a song called uh, good without that's just come out by a girl called Mimi Webb. I think it's like uh, blown yeah, up yeah. on TikTok. Yeah, and it's just like, big TikTok song. Yeah. Big TikTok. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not really, I don't really do the old TikTok thing, which is probably something I should do, but yeah. here we are. But, um, but yeah, I just love it. I was like, the songwriting, it's just so good. It's like, you know, the whole like, fuck you to your ex thing. It's just, it's yeah. so well done. Like, um, and yeah, I think that's where like pop's kind of ahead of rock. It's just like the whole relatability of it. It's just, mm. yeah, it's just so sick. So yeah. I love th- um, that song. I love a girl called Chloe Moriondo. Mm-hmm. She's sick at the moment. Uh, do you know a band called Moona? Girl band called Moona? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moona, massive Moona fan. Um, yeah. Do you like? Do you know Jamie Zucker? Very famous. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, love him, love him. And then uh, my, I mean, my favorite band of all time is Bank of Munich. Do you know Bank of Munich? Stop it! You're ridiculous. Oh my god, I love them. <laughs> ridiculous. I love them so um, much. I'm like, uh, you know, when you're like, okay, so I'm 29, and I'm like, you know, when you feel like you should be growing up a bit. Yeah. And like, yeah. Fine. <laughs> trying to be a bit more mature and like just adult in just everyday life and then so you kind of like trying to be like oh I'm, I'm not a fangirl anymore like I like music but I you know I'm not I try not to be like a fat really cringy fangirl sort of thing as I used to be but like every now and then a band comes along and I'm like shit they're so good and the band Camino <laughs> are that bands that I just I, every time they release a song I'm just like no oh! It's so good. Like, I think they're just such a powerhouse as well. Like, I think they're all songwriters in it as well. So it's just yeah. like they've just all got like just oh yeah, crazy musicians now. 
Yeah. Crazy musicians. They're so, so, they're so good. good. And they're, they're, they're try hard bands. Yeah. Unbelievable. So they're one of those bands, you know, when you're like, you feel like you're constantly talking about them, but nobody else really gives a shit at the moment. And I'm like, yeah. I'm just like being that weird Twitter fangirl, just being like, just talking about them all the time, but nobody's really listening. And I'm just like, oh, please, someone. But, uh, yeah. I mean, they're doing all right for themselves, aren't they? To be fair. Yeah. So I'm sure. I'm sure some people are definitely listening. Yeah, they're so good. I'm really glad that I now have someone else. Someone else oh, yeah, big them. time. So big good. Big time, man. We're um, just such fanboys. In our band chat, we're like, they released another song, we're like, oh, fuck off. Like, it's just, why it's just are you no, so good? No need, no need yeah. to Yeah, I've got, like, two or three friends that are, like, as obsessed, and just every time, like, a single comes out, like, we're just instantly messaging each other, like holy shit it's so good like I can't wait to see it like we when they did their first London show there was a group of about four or five of us and we were just like we were dancing so much like (laughs) and really badly as well like terrible terrible dancing but it was just like the best night I've had in so long and like my friend who's the promoter and my other friends they're booking agent stuff and they were just looking at me like you okay hun (laughs) (laughs) I was like buzzing there. There's something about it, isn't there? Just yeah, just so much fun. Just unbelievable. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. this is not a podcast about like me as much as I like it to be. And we can make it a podcast. We can. Yeah. Like, um, in the mirror. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back to them. So obviously, you said like your sister bought you the McFly album, but do you do you remember what the first album you physically bought was? Um, that was it. That was yeah. it. I was about eleven. So that um, that was verse one. I mean, by that point, I don't. I think I was. Yeah, I'm one of those. What generation am I? Am I Z? My I generation think, Z. I think you're Gen Z. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go for that. I think I'm. Yeah, I'm one of those Gen Z balance. It's like, yeah, I've never bought an album. Never spent. <laughs> should we just end I this only, podcast now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, you should, you should. Um, I think the first album I bought was actually like on iTunes, which is really boring. Yeah. So I never bought the, the physical one. And I think that was Fall Out Boy. I mean, you're still technically buying the album. So it, yeah, I guess there it still counts. You yeah. just yeah, growing yeah, up in the digital that. world. Let's, let's just cut out. Let's just cut out the thing that I just said. And we'll just say <laughs> okay. Fall Out Boy. Okay. Which Fall Out Boy album? Let me have a look. Bear with me. Talking of Fallout Boy, actually. Sorry, I won't get distracted. I'll tell you what it is, and then we can, <laughs> then I can get distracted again. Um, Infinity on High. Nice, nice. Unbelievable, fucking yeah. I mean, that thriller song. Yeah, ridiculous. Um, yeah, sorry. I just. Do you like the main? Yes. Did you hear their cover of "Thanks for the Memories" that they just put out? No, it it came up on my radar actually, but I haven't listened to it. Is it good? Listen to it. It's. I I would even like. I'm a huge Fallout Boy fan. Yeah. I might even I think it's better than the original. I think it's I think like I kind of saw it like obviously like I like Fall Out Boy Fall Out Boy were a massive band for me when I was growing up, but you know what they have some songs that you've just heard so many times. Yeah. Like Thanks for the yeah, Memories for sure. is one of those songs because it just like every like emo night or whatever, it always gets played. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like I'm kind of a bit bored of hearing it for like a decade now. So you know, I was like, oh, it's a cover of that Fall Out Boy song. But um, okay, I, I will yeah. go and I will go and listen. No, it's really to good. He's changed. They've changed it quite a lot. Like it's it's so acoustic-y. It's so like I don't know what to compare it to. It's almost like acoustic. You mean it? Do you know what I mean? Okay. That sort of 
okay. it's really good i think his voice is just unbelievable as well but um okay but yeah so there's that okay. sorry I'm, I'm, I'm going off in a tangent but yeah <laughs> yeah definitely listen to that uh so what was your first ever gig that i went to yeah i'm pretty sure it was death of Anna, i think um how old would i have been so i'm 22 now um i have a feeling it was in 2015 but i wasn't actually that young uh, um i was maybe 15 or 16 at the time it might have been 2014. Yeah, it was Death of Anna in Liverpool. Um, yeah, it was unreal. I think I was definitely too too young to be in there. But my sister, my sister took me, and I thought I was an absolute geezer. So there's that. <laughs> and I don't know what the next one after that was. I think the next one was rather embarrassingly V Festival. So uh, I mean, we'll, you don't we'll need play, to be embarrassed. We'll my, but my first gig was All Saints, so. <laughs> like hey, yeah. the, the bar is low here. <laughs> If they, um, yeah, it's got to be embarrassing, hasn't it? Your first gig. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, it's good shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Defavano is like it's a pretty yeah. To be fair, yeah, that that's quite respectable. So that's yeah. probably the most respectable thing I have in my musical history. Yeah. Um, but there we are. So. <laughs> and then, so like in the area you grew up, what was your local music scene like? Did you have a favorite music venue that you went to all the time, or did you just God, tend to travel around scene. a lot? Like, what what was your local music scene when you were like teenager, kind of first starting to go to gigs and stuff? I mean, it doesn't really. I mean, I'm from uh, do you know Shrewsbury is like West of, Yeah. Basically, but fucking nowhere. So like, it's not really. Yeah. It's not really anywhere near anything. So the, the nearest place for us is like Birmingham or like Manchester or Liverpool. So we're like slap bang in the middle of three of them. So yeah, venues around here, non-existent. But if you want to go to like gigs, um, yeah, you're looking like hour and a half drive at least. So yeah. <laughs> so there was like, I think there's one venue in Shrewsbury, which is about 25 miles from here. Um, we played a few gigs there, but like it's one of those venues where like it doesn't have a mixing desk. It was like... <laughs> Yeah, you just kind of turn up the PA and you're like, yeah, yeah sound. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, it might be a bit better now. I'm probably chatting chatting beef about it, but, um, but yeah, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, that yeah, not really a scene around here. I think we went to see the Hunter, you know, the Hunter mm-hmm. in 2016, mm-hmm. and that we thought we were actually, we thought we were really cool for doing that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, sorry, I'm finding this quite, quite a... Quite nerve-wracking. The, the thought of being on a podcast is actually quite scary. So here we are. So <laughs> I just, like, I just love that. We're just, I'm basically learning that your entire career is built on you trying to be cool. Trying to be cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's. Um, is it working? Some, That's the real girl. That well, yeah. I, I still don't feel cool, so probably not. Um, there's a uh, girl I was seeing when I was a kid. Uh, I might have been what 17, and there's a guy called Laura Carnage. Yeah, Laura Carnage. Yeah. yeah. Um. And yeah, I I heard that she was into Lorcana, so I was just like absolutely rinsed in Lorcana. Um, and the only reason I got into him was so she'd think I was cool. But now I actually love Lorcana, so mm. maybe I'm cool. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it... <laughs> yeah, guess it's like <laughs> that. that works, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, the, we, yeah, I'm just I'm just making myself. I'm just embarrassing myself, really, aren't I? But mm. here we are. <laughs> it's what is what it's here for? So if you could like relive any live moment whether that's you playing in the band or whether watching a band if there's a- any live moment in your life that you could relive what would it be so um there's a song called soundcheck uh, 
like captured in the bottom and, uh, and there's this like huge bridge in it um and i was at community festival i think maybe 2018 um and there's obviously yeah they're just the best live band i've probably ever seen um or at least one of and um yeah it gets it like huge song and then it comes down for this bridge and like it's really sort of low and stuff and then there's i've got like a video of my phone on uh, on my phone of it as well um but yeah the, the, but the drop back into like the, the solo of that is just yeah changed my whole my whole sort of perspective on like how a live show should look and should be like i think he's just a fucking ridiculous front man um yeah so i think that i'd relive that yeah i'd probably say that over me being on stage to be fair so there you go <laughs> um I mean, yeah, that, come that, June, hopefully, come if the June. live show goes well in June, <laughs> it'll be fine, and you'll be like, that'll be the moment that you'd want to do over, <laughs> but we'll see. Sure, let me just go to the charger. Um, <clears throat> so obviously, like, you, you guys as a band are still in the early days. You've still got a lot of time, hopefully, ahead of you, um, things to do songs about but have have you kind of had that moment yet where you're like this is what i want to do for a living oh yeah of course yeah um yeah yeah i mean to be fair we got that that early days i think um as well like i i, I always think that um my heart lies in the songwriting the most but i forget that like i haven't i haven't been on a tour before so it's like um, we're like super early days so like I always think whenever I think of live shows I think of um, like gigs that nobody's looking like nobody cares and stuff and they're so important to do it's like otherwise you're just not very good live if you don't have to win people over mm. but like so so my experience of live shows is isn't what I guess a band would be three years down the line um, mm. but yeah 100% what, what I want to do um, yeah, I've always I've always loved the idea of doing um, the band, and then whenever you're not on tour, like songwriting as well. Um, yeah, yeah, but no, for sure. Good. Well, hopefully that means that there is a big future ahead of you guys. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, if there's not, then then yeah, we'll just delete that bit as well. Yeah, so, I'll uh, just yeah. edit that about <laughs> if it all goes wrong in the next few weeks. Um, so what's what's kind of like like the best thing about being in the band for you? What's your favourite bit? <laughs> Um, the best, I mean, it's so up and down. So it's like the best thing about being in a band um, is the fact that you've got people around you that, you know what I mean, to lift you back up. And <clears throat> music in general, it's like, that's going for somebody that hasn't experienced a hell of a lot in it. Like it, it's so difficult to just even stay um, motivated or like not so much motivated, but like just to pick yourself up off the ground when things just don't go your way. And it's like, I think when you've got the boys around you, um, it's just way better, isn't it? And I think as well, like there's a lot of solo artists like that. Like there's a lot of people like Sam Fender. That's like there is a band. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's the the band mentality comes way. Yeah, is is. Do you know I mean you've got people to? Do you know I mean? And even when you're at the top, you're buzzing. It's like oh, everyone's buzzing, and then when you're at the bottom, everyone's at the bottom. So do you, you know kind I mean? of been there. Get... Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it does turn into a little four-way marriage, though, doesn't it? So uh, <laughs> there you go. So there is that a little uh, <laughs> lesson. Uh, gotta love them. Gotta love them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then, what would you say your favorite album of all time is? Oh wow! 
Oh god. It's annoying because it changes all the time. Um, the Laney Malibu Nights is up there, definitely. Mm-hmm. That was like my breakup album. That was that was that was the one. Yeah. And then Laney is such a breakup band. <laughs> oh yeah, big time, big time. So about Karina, this is literally all the people I love. I'm just like, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> um, Muna, Muna saves the world. That was massive for me. Um, Muna saves the world, and then and then obviously Ban Camino, try hard. Yeah, let's go for those. Let's go for those three. They're all quite like modern yeah. albums as well. So. They are. They are big time. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not big. Um, I'm. Not, I'm not cultured enough to like listen to old music a lot of the time. Like, I think I was talking to my roommate Tim about this, and he's like, "I think you just. I don't think you like unperfect vocals. It's like any time we do a take, I'm like, oh god, just have a bit of water tune on there. Go on. Um, <laughs> it's like I think. I think it's the vocal production. Like, let's. I t- try and. I know. I feel like there's certain artists. I'm like, yeah, these guys are ridiculously good. It's like, but even if you listen to like the older albums, like the the instruments sound amazing, but it's like the, it's always the vocal production, isn't it? So it's like yeah. I feel like I'm just not, I'm not clever enough, um, or like, yeah, let's use cultured again. I'm not cultured <laughs> enough to like look past that. So if, if you listen to like early Coldplay, like his voice is just so like natural. Um, but yeah. Coldplay, yeah, I forgot to mention Coldplay this whole time, but yeah, I absolutely adore Coldplay as well. Um, I yeah. feel like Coldplay are one of these bands that, like, I quite enjoy them. I would, you know, I wouldn't call them a favorite band, but I've seen them live. Mm. They were really good. Like, their music's really inoffensive. You can enjoy it. But I feel like <laughs> they're one of these bands that no one likes to admit that they enjoy. Yeah, they get beef, don't they? They get yeah. beef so hard. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, and I'm like, well, you know, they do. You have some good songs. Like you can't they do, deny they, that. They do all right for themselves, don't they? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think they're worried about like some guy from Kent that doesn't. <laughs> it's just like, well, they're a bit mainstream for me. But yeah, I love, how, I love how you had to tread the line there between saying something too offensive and. It's <laughs> <laughs> like where is a place that uh, yeah. That I'm not from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, and good. other than. I like the band Camino and the other band, like new artists you've spoken about. Are there any like new artists, new bands, whether they're local bands or, you know, mates that you've played with that you really, really love right now? My best friends, um, George and Nate, um, which so we all live in Leeds. Um, they're in a band called Askies and they are absolutely sublime. They're so good. Um, and then new, new bands. Hmm, let me have a look. Let me have a look. I'm actually so bad for listening to like proper underground artists. Um, how do you go about finding it? Like, how do you go about finding us? You know what I mean? How do you uh, find people? I mean, to be fair, I found out about you because Siobhan messaged me before the first single came out and she went, I'm working with a band that sounds like a cross between The Dangerous Summer and The Bank Camino. And I was like, You have my attention. <laughs> uh tell me everything please so yeah she like sent me the single and i was like yep i'm i'm vibing this this is (laughs) right on my street um so yeah yeah, like so i felt but like even you know bands like the band camino and stuff it literally just came up on my daily mix on spotify and i was just like this is sick and that's how i've (laughs) i found a lot of stuff like dermot kennedy um came up on my daily mix um so a lot of it does just come through like random playlists and 
I'm just like, so usually I it, I can like skip a song after like five seconds. If it doesn't grab me straight away, I'm like, nah. Yeah, me too. So I think everyone's the same. It's I have it? like a good voice or like a good hook or something like instantly for me to be like, this is the one. The funny story about you guys. Um, <laughs> so I was in the, like the period between losing my old job, getting this the job I'm in now. I was working at Banquet Records in Kingston, just doing mail order and stuff. But we, because of COVID, we had to be in our like own separate rooms doing doing our work to you know limit the amount we're around people so I and I was doing 10 hour shifts so I just had playlists on constantly and I had I think it was talk came on it was just it was because I added it to my new songs playlist and <laughs> so one of the guys I worked with came in and um it was like just the opening riff I think and he was like this song sounds like sweet disposition by the temper trap but like on speed and I was like, I'm never now not going to be able to like hear this song the same again because I'm just going to think of that. So there you go. That's what people think of your music. Lovely. Yeah, we'll take it. We, I find now, I think um, when we were recording those songs, I think a lot of, I guess, pop, pop punk inspired fans say the same thing. Like we, we always thought like BPM meant more energy. So like yeah. literally we'd, we'd just like, Literally, we, like, what's that song? That song's at like 160. That, that's like so fast. I think if if we were to go back and re-record it, I think I'd I'd definitely like to shave a few BPM off it. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's classic, isn't it? You just yeah, when you get in a room and you're like a newish band, like you just you just make it really quick, don't you? Um, <laughs> same with Lost Without It, to be fair. But yeah, it's funny whenever if you listen to it like when you're like hungover or something, you're like, Jesus, this is so quick. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you definitely got to be in the right mood. Got to love it. So I think that's a note for you going forward. Don't ever do a live show hungover because you'll go yeah. and play the song and you'll be like, oh God, it's so fast. It's so fast. It's so, so fast. fast. It's Why so did loud. we make this so fast? Yeah, no, that's going to be fun, isn't it? The first hungover show on tour. It's going to be yeah. uh, quite something. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to be at that show just to like watch you guys if you're like just hungover as fuck. Being like, oh, oh don't worry. We'll, uh, I'll um be making sure I'm lovely bed bed by eight pm the day before. Yeah. I'll, uh, to be fair, I'll be so nervous I probably won't even sleep. But um, no, it's gonna be good. <laughs> Just wired so on coffee. That will go well. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Just make it even faster. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be good. To be fair, I I want to get some shows down in the south, and then maybe come along to one of them. That would be nice. That'd be, that'd be sick. Yeah. I will, it's I will, just I'll... weird to think that's. You, go on. <laughs> it will come <laughs> yeah, yeah no for sure that'd be sick um it's weird to think that that's even ever going to be a thing though like mm. yeah bizarre but no i'm proud of the live set now it's gonna be good there's a yeah. lot of a lot of good songs in it so as i say so myself but i suppose if you don't believe in it yourself why are you doing it eh? you know yeah, I mean? yeah exactly um, <laughs> <laughs> well you yeah, have cool. you have answered every question and you've done quite well for your for your first yeah. podcast. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you are. I'll take that. And your call that. levels have instantly gone up like at least three. So on on the ladder of Drinking. being cool, only three, only three. What three out of what? What's <laughs> the scale? Let's know. go for a hundred. There you go. Okay. Maybe I've maybe I've got to about sixty four now. So what were uh, your next steps on <laughs> getting cooler? Getting cooler. Like um, play a festival. Live show. Yeah, there you go. Don't know. Uh, release an album. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, maybe I'll be cool then. <laughs> um, I guess that's that's about as cool as I can get. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's your peak yeah. your peak call is once you've released an album. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean if nobody buys it, then I suppose that's not very cool. But um yeah, release an album that does all right and then yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's go with that. And do a tour off the back of it. Yeah. Hopefully okay. that people will come to. Then you're still not very cool if people don't come. Okay. So. I'm I'm gonna make like a mental note to interview you again once the once you've put out an album <laughs> you're on the road to touring it and you're like so how how cool do you feel right now yeah yeah and then you've got to gauge how cool, cool do you feel about how cool are you actually i'm gonna i'm gonna knock you down the peg if you start getting cocky cool <laughs> never never there you have it my chat with Isaac from For You The Moon please do go and show those boys some love and if you enjoyed listening to this episode why not go back and listen to some of the others while you're here plus stay tuned for more brilliant guests in the near future